This episode is dedicated to Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor, who would have turned 27. But unfortunately, she's not physically here to celebrate because she was shot eight times while she was sleeping. And we are still in the pursuit of justice for her. Um, At the time that we are recording this episode, Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove has yet to be arrested. And with that, welcome to a new episode of Shuffle. I'm Jay Brooks. And I'm Nola C. It's been a crazy week. Um, We are living in a time that our generation um, really gets to set the tone and the bar for. Something that we grew up reading about and seeing. Um, And we're, we're in a new civil war. Right. It's right in front of our eyes. We used to watch it on TV, uh, watch it on the History Channels, but now it's like we're actually seeing it on TV, on on the phones, in real time. Absolutely. Well, let's get started with some music news. Um, Lots to discuss. Um, So in response to the murders of the two black men and the black young woman, Breonna Taylor, who we just discussed, and honestly, countless other black men and women Uh, Music executives Jamila Thomas and Brianna Agamang launched the initiative, The Show Must Be Paused, um, which challenged the music industry that brings in revenue of about $19 billion Hmm. um, to stand with their artists and pause amidst protests. Um, A piece of um, the statement reads, in the observance of longstanding racism and equality that exists from the boardroom to the boulevard. Um... My question is, you know, we had a day where everything was kind of paused, right? No matter what streaming platform you went on, Apple, Spotify. It was totally (laughs) blacked Blacked out. out. If you did not buy it, if you did not add it to your playlist, or if you did not download it, you could not listen to it at all. But that was a powerful statement, right? Absolutely. Um, So I think the, the question is, now that we've kind of taken this call to action, you know, what do we think would be the outcome? What can we look to see happen within the music industry? Right. And I was asking the question, like, is it going to continue to be Blackout Tuesday? Um, Are they going to start making us maybe start buying music now instead of downloading? Um, I think there's going to have to be some financial changes that happen because I think a lot of the executives are bringing in more money sometimes than the artists. And it takes the artists having to consistently tour, um, go out to other lanes and seek revenue within the entertainment industry for them to really kind of break even, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, to say. So streaming is just so accessible now. So it's going to be really, really difficult to to pull away from it. Yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily see that, but I wouldn't be surprised if certain things became limited or were pulled. Ooh. You know? Yeah. And then I will hope for more platforms, you know, for these artists. Absolutely. So, I mean, hello. That's why we're here, but... <laughs> I mean, shuffles in the house. Shuffles here. But also more more seats collectively in the boardroom, board of directors, um, you know, more executives, independent groundwork. Um, you know, I want to see a little bit more of that happen as well. So cheers to these two black women kind of standing up for um, the music industry, for the black artists who are predominantly running the airwaves consistently. 
And uh-huh. it's a, it's about time. I, I mean, mean we have Black it's Music been that Month. Time. <laughs> it's no, it's it's been that time. I, I, for, I believe that forever. Absolutely. You know? But like I say, we have Black Music Month. Right. And then we also have Black History Month. So our dedication should be worldwide. Absolutely. So I commend these ladies for what they're doing. Well, in hopes of seeking revolutionary change in the music industry, um, Khalees posted on Instagram a message that read the following. If the music industry wants to support black lives, labels and platforms can start with amending contracts, distributing royalties, diversifying boardrooms, and retroactively paying back all the black artists and their families they have built their empires on. Mm. This was in response to the show must be paused and a bunch of labels beginning to say, hey, we are standing with our artists, Black Lives Matter, we're doing this, and we're doing that. And this has kind of been a common theme that we've seen even from growing up. We talked about it before. You know, we kind of saw it... um, all over with Tony Braxton and, and TLC. But then we see it now currently that Megan Thee Stallion's kind of dealing with some label issues. Countless other young rappers, um, females, they uh, they all just talk about different, you know, woes that they had to fight contractually. Um, not owning their music, not having access to their masters. So um, it kind of, you know, gone up a lot of support where... Artists were beginning, like Erica Badu. We know that Mace kind of had called out Diddy not so long ago. Um, and the countless other artists begin to kind of repost this. So what did you make of that? I mean, I think that she has a point. And like you stated earlier, it's a lot of artists that we've seen that's been going through this with their contracts and their music labels. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like the artists are the ones that sacrificing things. Like, right. I understand they Thanks. have to put money behind them, but... I mean, I think... Who's in the creative process? <laughs> who's, you know? Exactly. That's what we have to so consider. So why, why can't we, like, we redo this and maybe it'd be like a 40, 50 deal or something like that? I mean, we don't know, you know, how those deals actually go, but I think it's only right that they should get what they deserve. Yeah, I think they should They should bring in a little bit more just from the, the productivity of the album, the release of the album, you know, or kind of reducing some budgets to make sure that they can retain... Some money themselves. But do you think it's too late? I, no, because I don't think the music industry is going anywhere. Remember, we're talking about a $19 billion industry. And although... No, I'm saying for, like, Khalees to collect with. Well, it's funny. It's actually great that you asked that because Khalees had to make it known that that was actually a repost of what she posted. Oh. From a gentleman by the name of uh, Josh D. Cunt. Mm-hmm. And basically what Josh is launching is a project called The Big Payback. And what The Big Payback is, it's a digital uh, ecosystem of musical reparations that would allow enforced companies to redistribute profits to the black musicians they should have gone to in the first place. And so he's basically saying, um, you know, the music industry is based on racial capitalism, um, structural inequality, and basically... If we look at multiple genres of music, which I think will be a common theme of what we discussed throughout this episode, is that we've seen black people helm the the front line and kind of work to create, construct, you know, musical trends that then, we see today. And then they were taken advantage of back in the day because half of Absolutely. them couldn't even read. Or they their would contracts. put out a record, right? And then 
a white artist will come and take it, and then it becomes popular because exactly. it was so difficult for our black artists to even get on the radio to to gain some form of notoriety. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So I think it's great that all these artists are stepping out and trying to, you know, make awareness to their situation. Because I'm sure it's plenty of artists that feel the same exact way. Well, I think that too. With with everything that is going on, you know, we need, you know, systematic change, right? right? And everyone has to do their part. And the music industry, the the most effective change that they can do, is their part. Great. We want you to donate money. But the most effective change they can do is start with themselves mm-hmm. and restructure how to do business to make sure that they're fully taking care of their artists, specifically black artists, you know, and that they're able to kind of sustain right. and be present. So um, I hope that Ooh, Kalisa, Josh is... I hope is, you get your money. Right. And, Rihanna got her money. Right. You know, <laughs> and it, you know, it's the time for that. I would love to see her get what's due to her. Right. Um, and, and quite frankly, that's kind of directed towards, you know, Pharrell, because, of course, she was signed to Neptunes. So I, I'm curious to see what happens there. But um, I hope that Josh's Did he initiative, say anything? He's never responded um, publicly to those claims. But, you know, you know, she told that story about how, um, you know, she went to one of the shows and he nodded and she was like, you know, hey. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. that, yeah. So, you know, I guess it's that type of type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um so kind of moving on, um, what, do, what do you think, or what do you make, I should say, of celebrities um, during, this, during this, this current state that we're in, you know, us as black people fighting for equality and respect? You know, are they, you know, doing the right things? Um, should we be looking to them? You know, is it, are, are they just being themselves? Well, I mean, you really can't you can't say that. I feel like you just have to just wait and see who will continue to protest, who will continue to donate, who will continue to, you know, post things and bring awareness to this situation. Mm-hmm. So that's how you'll really see who's really true to it. Mm-hmm. But I commend the ones that's even putting forth the effort. Like you have Tory Lanez that's doing stuff. You have Kanye out protesting. Right. You have J. Cole out protesting. Right. You know, Beyonce's donating. You know, she's making... Her awareness, you got Jay Z doing things, so I think it's it's a good idea. No matter how you do it, as long as you're doing it, right? You know what I'm saying. So I don't care if it's a posting or what. You know, it's some fourth effort. Like they're using their platform because you never know what type of backlash they'll get over this. But at this point, it's like they don't care, and I like that. Yeah, I for think... the ones who are saying the the right things, right? Well... <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, and then another way to look at it is, you know, everyone is doing what they can. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that everyone is going to be protesting. I don't think that everyone's going to be donating money. But if you can exercise any form of impact that you can, regardless of what it is, you know, then you should do that. Right. I also think that we should give our mu- musicians... Uh, and just to take it a step further, you know, IG celebrities or celebrities, period... A little bit of space too, you know. They are, you know, human as well, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of people are being criticized for their reactions to things. Mm-hmm. But we also have to understand that, you know, they are also human, and you know, sometimes right. we shouldn't expect. Because Kiki Palmer was out there, right? Did you see that? It was beautiful. I did see that. It's not enough yeah. for me. <laughs> and, and that's facts. That's facts. That's facts. 
you know. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of them have been treated unfairly. Mm. So it may be very genuine. It's like, hey, I'm out here too because it's like no matter how much money I have, I'm still judged by the color of my skin. I mean, you can say the same thing about Michael B. Jordan in L.A., right? Yes. To hire more black people. I mean, that's been an ending. That's been an ongoing campaign in Hollywood right now, right? And we are seeing it, right? I'm definitely seeing the improvement. But when you still compare numbers and you look at the production and the pay, there's just a lot of gaps, um, not just racially, but also gender-wise. So it's been an ongoing thing, you know? Um, So, you know, kudos to everybody doing their thing. Right. I just... Hope they continue and playing their roles and bringing awareness. And let's not stop until we are fully satisfied. Let's not stop at all. Only like, we can, deserve. Right. We deserve. We deserve. We deserve. <laughs> and only one can hope. And, you know, just basically pray that, you know, this is this is really going to be a revolutionary change. Right. So, um, in the thick of all of this craziness, right, in the height of the emotion, um, we were all just kind of on edge. Yes. Really on edge about everything that's going on. Heartbroken, you know, just feeling a bunch of hurt with everyone because, you know, how many times does this have to happen? And then, you know, the good people over at Versus, Swiss Beats and Timbaland, decided to gift us well a little treat. And that was, um, I don't even think of... a. I call it a presentation, really. I call it a gift. Yeah, it was not a battle. Not a battle at all. And that was Kurt Franklin and uh, Fred Hammond. And we had an opening prayer by Bishop T.D. Jakes. <laughs> you know, um, they called him what, Bad Biv? Or something, like a Bad Biv DeVoe comparison or oh, something really? to that effect. Yeah, one of those memes on Instagram. It was hilarious. Um, but they came together um, on Sunday and just basically compiled, compiled a bunch of songs around healing and strength, endurance, um, just realizing that, you know, God is faithful and it was just a celebration of a black again, black music, gospel music, gospel music that was able just to kind of make us laugh. We cried. Yes. You know, we empathize with one another. And at a time like this, sometimes you need to know like everything Absolutely. is gonna be okay. And and I love when Tamala Mann came on and she did Take Me to the King. And it's like at first when she first started off, she had her hands in her pocket and she was just so it was slow. Real cool. But then when she got to that bridge and it was time to take us there, mm, she let it go. Beautiful. And then I love that it sound just like the recorded track. They went right into worship. I mean, she first of all, Tamla Man has been doing the damn thing since since Kurt Franklin and the family. Yes. You know what I mean? Before Tyler Perry tapped her and brought her to the forefront, she was killing it with Kurt Franklin and the family. And she stayed with him for quite some time. I think she was part of God's property as well. Mm-hmm. And she was doing some other things here and there. Like, she would do yeah. other songs. She has a beautiful story. Sam Lamette. Oh, yeah. She has oh, a yes. beautiful story. Absolutely. She has a beautiful but story. But she ushered in a whole, like, new worship experience. Yes. It was like, oh, we were already on a thousand because we had Kurt Franklin and we had Fred Hammond, who Fred Hammond is one of those artists, too, in my opinion, that just people don't realize how instrumental and how um, much of an architect he truly is. Um, but she just 
kind of came in and then he had to come behind. He was like, just to be close to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of usher in that mood. Right. You know, it was so personable watching this battle. Right. You know? And it just makes you think, uh, are they going to invite any other artists? Like maybe Yolanda Adams. I mean, we got to get Marvin Sapp. Marvin Sapp. Which is enough to make anybody <laughs> shout. I was be like, Marvin! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it was a little heavy. It was a little heavy, okay? I just had to, you know, let it out real quick. You're going to scare people. My bad. That's all right. Let it out, baby. We'll Spread right. the faith. Spread the but hope. Bless it. It was just a... I mean, some of these songs, I mean, Joy, um, Melodies from Heaven, of course. He's able. Oh, my God. <laughs> One, two, three. He's able. Don't, don't. Dun, dun. You're able. Mm. Um, but <laughs> what you're looking for? I mean, Fred Hammond, you know, Jesus, you're living the word, no weapon, uh, let the praise begin. I mean, countless things. And, you know, for those of us who were in youth choirs or church events, you know, just kind of bought you back through those experiences. Yeah. I was ready to go check into vacation Bible and school. And Kurt Franklin, let it be known that he's still out here with love theory. That is my... I love that song. The secular saint himself. Yes. <laughs> but for him, it was like, hey, you know, I was kind of like accused of that too. You know, some of the music that he created when he came out, he loved um, Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. So, kudos. So, this just makes you wonder what verses is going to go next. Because they go haven't anywhere. They haven't did anything lately. That was kind of like the last battle. So, they haven't said anything about the next one. So... I don't know, maybe they're waiting or maybe they're doing something with like a little bigger deal. I think or... they realize that they got something really, really special on their hands and that they've just been blessing us and gifting us with so many treats to just kind of hold us over and reconnect with one another, share a bunch of memories through music, which is the only thing we've ever been preaching since we started this podcast is that right. you know, music is therapeutic, there's a song, there's memories connected to it, and we're living that through these artists right now. And then learning more about them in the process, too. Right. And they're getting their flowers. Like you always say, they're getting their flowers right now. So I feel like you can't just let anybody up here. You know? That's true. So let them take their time. And I also like when it's a little bit spaced out because it gives everybody something to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, like, like kind of like for. a sporting game. Yeah, like event. we were all able to kind of be in our pews and our seats for Kirk Franklin and, and Fred Hammond because we heard about it. In advance. Had time so to sing. So we was able in. to, right, you know what I'm saying? We was able to get ourselves together. So, I, you know, I can't wait for the next one, though. Yes. Um, and then, of course, as we mentioned earlier, this is Black Music Month. Yay. So, which we've only been celebrating for 41 years, uh, which was a little bit, you know. Ain't that about a bit. Crazy, right? <laughs> crazy. 41 years. That's all y'all give us? We were slaves for 244. Mm. Crazy. And it wasn't a choice. Oh, all right. Moving on. Well, anywho, <laughs> I just wanted to take this time to just celebrate, you know, any new artists right now that I thought, you know, would be fitting. Um, it's a lot riding on this time. Now that with these developments where we're seeing again, you know, our countless, you know, brothers and sisters being victims of police brutality, 
um, you know, white supremacy and those things like that. You know, it's kind of like a call of action. We keep talking about the BET Awards, right, <laughs> at the end of the month in June. You know, they come in. It's a call they for them to deliver, it. right? Call. They have to deliver. We, you know, we are in need of a lot of healing. We're in need of a lot of comfort right now. A lot of us are just distraught about this. Yes, we're uncomfortable. We need a real black frankly. moment. We're angry, you know, um, and it's so significant that we recognize and we know who we are when it comes to our contribution to the arts. Absolutely, that is music. Um, so. With these up and coming artists, you know, Giveon, uh, Baby Rose, um, you know, Ari Lennox, you know, Snow Allegra, mm-hmm. all of these young, you know, black artists or artists of color that are coming up, you know, it's so important for us to kind of reach out and, you know, just kind of celebrate them. Right. Speaking of new artists, I would like to give a shout out to D Smoke. You ever heard of him before? Yes. Well, you know, you kind of put me on these. Right. So he you and, gained you his and attention. Flybro, the two of you put me on. I love. Oh, okay, Flybro. <laughs> Finally, we agree on something. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, he gained his attention, of course, from the show on Netflix, Rhythm and Flow. And um, if you watched the show, you kind of automatically knew he was going to win because his style reminds you of Kendrick Lamar, but he brought something different because music has been in his family for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Sir, the R&B singer, yes. that's his brother. Love, sir. Get, wait, what? That's his brother. For real? Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> yes. So, you know, he comes from a musical background. Okay. Um, he, has, he plays the guitar, and then he also raps in Spanish. So, yes, he just talks about, like, the essence of being black, especially, like, a black man, mm-hmm. how, you know, he loved women. He has a song called New Body. A Real Body, I'm sorry, Real Body. Real Body. With uh, Ari Lennox. Oof. And that's on the Black Habits so album? So sexy, yes. Okay. Yes, so sexy. But he's from Inglewood, so I like him. Shout out to D-Smoke, man. Yes. He just did a Tiny Desk concert as well. I he saw. He actually did it at home, Yeah. I didn't. We didn't talk about it, but I saw it. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh man, I thought it was dope. So talented. I, it was dope. I must say, like you know, we've been really kind of. Well, I know. Let me speak for myself. I've been critical a lot of of music. I think because I've just been such a fan for a long time, and I've, we we've watched it now. You know, to say that we're young adults and we're seeing, you know, how music is kind of happening. But when I'm seeing some of these new artists, I I feel hopeful and I feel. I feel like we're on the right path and I feel like we're getting somewhere, you know, to have a, a, a new comfortable artist like these smoke, um, to just kind of be present and, and, you know, people are feeling them. I think it's just amazing. And some of the artists that I mentioned before, like I said, Give Me On, Baby Rose, these upcoming artists, they're just producing quality music. Right. And I hope that we get back to where we can say that it is indeed quality over quality. Right. You know? Absolutely. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I still feel like it needs to be more platform. Like, we shouldn't just have to depend on BET to just, you know, give us the tribute that we deserve. I mean, no, there's, that's, that's there's, so much. there's network stations like CBS. They host the Grammys. Right. ABC does stuff for, like, the award shows, the American Music Awards. So why can't we be on those platforms? I mean, black artists and black music has been, like, the heartbeat of mainstream music for a long time and we deserve without black artists without black artists we wouldn't have music exactly we wouldn't have i mean talk about whatever you want you can give as many grammys whoever you want but you cannot talk about 
musical success, and there is no music industry without hip hop, without R and B, without black musicians. Absolutely, period. Just facts. They are the architects of music, the rhythm, the blues, all that you hear, the jazz, the country, the rock, the soul. That all comes from black musicians, and that's us. That's why we deserve more. Facts. And we're getting it. I think that we're at a point now where it is really time to even the playing field. Right. We produce too much for you. Right? We built the country. We give you something to bump to now. We give you music. We give you we give culture. You culture. We give you culture daily. By the minute. Absolutely. And it's still not valued enough. But at the end of the day, we have to learn our value and, and understand how strong our voice is. So uh, that's why I love that we're doing this episode. And I can't wait to get to the cluster part so we can talk about some of the songs that <laughs> make you feel that same exact way. Well, we're on our way because that concludes this segment um, of our music news. So we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. This is the second part of the show. It's called What's the Vibe? Again, I am Nola C. And I'm your boy, Jay Brooks. All right, so we're going to get going to get started. So you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, so who'll go first? Um, I'm going to let you go. All right, so I got some words for you. Okay. Okay? I'm ready. <clears throat> me, 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 me. That was your workout routine? Yeah. You like it? Um. If it works for you, yeah. Just just go with the word. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, first word is stand. Stand up. <laughs> I know the song I'm trying to sing, but I'm going to just go ahead and sing. Uh, stand up. With the sand, then buck. Roll with the hood. You going to throw your hands up. Stand up. T.I. But I know what song... <laughs> You trying to say that's just stand up song? What's it like stand up for cancer or something? <laughs> but well, I don't, I can't think of it right now. But I know, cause you know you're gonna want me to sing it, and I, I don't it. have time for that. Okay. I know it. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait, what's Miley? What's Miley Cyrus part? Oh, oh. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they get, get better. Whatever. <laughs> if you fall. <laughs> Don't you know you can know? Didn't we talk about this? Yeah, we did talk about it. Mm-hmm. I knew I, I knew the song, but I couldn't think of the lyrics, so I just went with back up. Thank it, you. It was close. You almost almost got a little nervous for you there. It's okay, I got it. Okay, next word: loose. Get loose, get low, get low. Okay, get low, baby, get lo- you'll never take my power. My power, my one. power, <laughs> my power, Beyonce. All right. Third and final word here. Here and now. Dum, dum. I promise to love faithfully. Remember that commercial? <laughs> oh my God! Was it Midnight Love or something like that? It was no. It was back Body when they, and Soul. Yeah, when he body, body and Soul. soul. <laughs> it's Body and Soul. Like volumes, like one, two. My daddy and them had them. One was like a blue cover. Yeah, green. Yeah, like an orange <laughs> color. 
It was like a stranger in my house was on there. Um, oh, what a time. So I'm trying to tell you more song. Yeah, like a little what compilation a dish. Yeah, man. You just call and just you know, order late your little at night. Yeah, watching TV, <laughs> next thing you know. All the little jams come on. Body and soul. <laughs> <laughs> Volume one. Featuring all today's R&B hits, like yeah. with the banjo. The couple walking on a Here beach. Here and now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Oh, all right, man. so what a time. Three for three. Did I win? I mean, you went three for three. Hey. All right. So, your turn. My first word is going to be watch. Watch. Yes. Watch out for me. I'm about to glow. Okay. Glow. Drake featuring Kanye West. Zaddy Drake. Drake. Aubrey? The cat. Drake, the artist known as Drake. (laughs) 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 All right, B. Beat? B. B E. B E. B. Ten. And I can't be without you, baby. And I'll be waiting up until you get home, cause I can't. Sleep without you, baby. I started from the wrong part. <laughs> if anybody who ever loved you know Don't just how I feel. Too hard to fake it. Nothing, Nothing can replace it. Call a radio if you just Ooh, that last part. Just hit it. You, just hit it. Hey. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. You didn't already scared the people earlier with your Holy Ghost. All right. I'm gonna start playing with y'all and start really dropping some bars. And y'all gonna be like, you know what? That boy Jay Briss can actually really sing. You know what, friend? And I want that for you if that's what you want. Thank you. I appreciate the support. No problem. Thank you. Next word, try. At first, you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and try again. <laughs> try again. At first, you don't succeed. <laughs> Class of 2020. <laughs> you can dust yourself off and try again. What song is that? It's by Aaliyah. Okay. What's it called? Try Again. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. I'm just joking with you. Mm-hmm. All right. So three See? for three. Okay. Let's go. So You came prepared this week. I, I did. I've been coming with it ever since I, I lost, know. ever since I took that L. That's I've been you coming with it. Mistakes. That's all. That's what's and, up. And you know, I'm going to get you. I respect you I'm know, sorry. I think I got a bonus word. Okay. Dasani. There's no <laughs> sign what the word Dasani is. See what I mean? This type of bullshit that I have to go through, I just don't understand. All right, so now you really don't understand what I go through. <laughs> I need you guys to just help me. I think they understand what you go through. Mm-hmm. All right, so now it's time for your questions. Don't forget, if you have a question, to please visit hitshuffle.co, and we may read them out loud on the show. So our first question comes from Deshaun, and it reads, Hey, Jay Brooks and Nola C. Loving the show. Thank you for keeping the focus on music. I wanted to know, are you all excited for Chloe and Haley's new album? Mm. Uh, Well, Deshaun. Thanks for uh, the love. We appreciate it. Um, Nola C., are you excited for Chloe and Haley's new album? Yes. 
and oh. I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay, so I remember them on Facebook. I did used to watch them on Facebook back mm-hmm. in the day, and mm-hmm. I used to always think that they were twins. Um, but, you know, coming up in the music game and when they dig in some... twins? No, they're not twins. They're like I guess I really two known years right. apart. Okay. Yeah, they're like two years, two years or a year and a half apart, but okay. they're really, really close. It's like they in sync, especially when they sing harmonies. Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, um, well, I will say that like their first album and stuff, I wasn't really into their music, but I was of course excited because they're assigned to you know Beyonce's. You know, she's <laughs> they're her artist. But uh, I will say with this song, do it. I do like it. I love that song. I play it all the time. I was just saying, I wonder why like that song doesn't get a lot of play and a lot of you know talk behind it because it's a really good song. But I think they're doing the right steps, you know, kind of keeping the focus on too. them. You know, it's still a fresh record. People are getting to know it. It is a different sound from them. You know, yes. they kind of experimented a little bit with the last project that they released, but this is a more, I guess, a mature record for them. It's a little bit more sensual. Mm-hmm. So people are just having to gravitate toward it, right? You know, it's like they kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily flip the switch. They just, you know, took it up a notch. Right. So so I'm just excited to see, you know, what's on the album. You mm-hmm. know, what else do they have to say? Because if they're growing up, which they're growing up right in front of our eyes. So it's just exciting to see what they're going to do. Um, I do like Grownish. Do you like Grownish? I've seen um, an episode of here and there before, but I didn't follow it. I like it. It's like a modern day different world. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's real good. good. It's real good. I didn't good. really get that mm-hmm. when I watched it, but I definitely maybe if I watch it all the way through. Yes. So, Chloe and Haley, we cannot wait till your new album comes out. <laughs> and our second question comes from V, and it reads With everything going on in the world today, what artists are you looking for or wanting an inspirational song from? And what do you think the message should be? Ooh, I'll let you take that one first. Well, this is very a um, a pivotal time. And if history tells us anything, you know, we got records like What's Going On, Heal the World, They Don't Really Care About Us, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud, Respect, all of these songs that, you know, I just listed all came um, were responses to social injustices or things that we saw um, in the world and we felt the need to address. Um, there have been, you know, some songs that have come out. Meek did one. Meek Mill did one. Um, T Grizzly and Queen Naja did one. Trey Songs did Trey a song Song's as well. Um, Eric Bellinger did a song as well. I think that was one of Raina's picks. Eric yes. Bellinger. Yes. Yeah. Um, so liked. there's been a few there. Um, I think I'm still waiting for um, something that's going to move me a little bit more. I want another We Are The World. I was going to say, yeah, I would like to see a collaboration with some artists, you know, see how that can look. I'm um, the kind of create a united front, you know, kind of get a, a I want writer. a bunch of yeah, them. You know I want a saying? bunch of them. And I was watching an interview with the cast from Songland. It's a show on NBC. So it's like uh, Ryan Tedder um, and Esther Dean. And there's two other people. I can't remember their names at the moment, but... They were just saying, yeah, I know the music's going to be crazy right now. Like, so many people have reached out to us and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
okay. <laughs> you know, like, I, I want to see exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to see who's going to kind of rise to the occasion and deliver something that we could kind of adhere to, something that we could hold on to, that we could kind of find some solace, some courage, some light in. So, I, you know, I want to see, I do want to see that. I I don't know if I, if I want to name any Pacific artists. Yeah, um, that's why I said I just want to, we are the world. But I, 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 I want an array of artists. You know, of course, mm-hmm. I would prefer some voices. Of course. So, um, <laughs> you know, people who can actually, you know, maybe <laughs> complete the verse, you know, sing in full, you know. But, you know, I'm, I'm open to seeing what, what comes. All right, so that just about wraps up. What's the vibe? Again, if you guys have questions, please send them to hitshuffle.co and we may read them out loud on the show. And welcome back, everyone, to our final segment of the day. Welcome back, y'all. Of course, with everything that's currently going on within our communities, um, the protests that are happening around the world... Uh, shout out to everybody on the front line. Um, Absolutely, you know we we ask that you guys all still stay safe, but just from still the, wear your mask. From the bail relief uh, funds to the funding for resources for protesters to all of the 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 social activity going on to basically ensure that we reach um, a milestone in, in, in getting the quality that we rightfully deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been an amazing time to be black. Right. You know. And that's this, why this is called. The black effect. A. You know, this is um, our, our bearing of love that we use music to kind of cultivate everything that we feel that's going on right now. Um, and we've divided it up um, into different kind of talking points for you all to enjoy. But, you know, this, this playlist that we curated is for everyone to to enjoy, but then to also set the standard and the expectation that um, the artists that you'll hear when you listen to this playlist and the, and the artists that we talk about goes to show you that any lane, any avenue, black artists can dominate it. We can essentially do it all. And that's what this playlist showcases. Um, and to go back to our point earlier, that without black musicians, you would not have um, the musical landscape that you have. So let's get into the black effect. Let's go. So part one or um, the first area of discussion um, were songs about being social conscious, right? Um, being aware of what's going on um, in your communities, you know, being aware of the systematic um, oppression, you know, that creates disparities in our community. Um, so a couple of songs, you know, that I thought that was fitting. Um, one of the songs that I picked at least was What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Absolutely. Good pick. You know, as, and it's it's not, a, you know, as it's a timeless record centered around, you know, simply trying to figure out what's going on. You know, the instances of brutality, um, seeing people who look like me, People who look like you know to see going away. Mm-hmm. That's all still current today, you know. And so the theme is just relevant, and it continues 
to happen right now. And it's mm-hmm. what we're seeing in front of us. So we have to stop and, and ask ourselves exactly, you know, what's going on? If we're saying that, you know, not if we're saying, but for white people to say that racism, does, racism doesn't exist is beyond me. It's like how many years? Honestly, just too many at this point. And it's the older ones that get me. Not even the older ones, it's the younger ones. I mean... Well, I think we can agree it's, it's all of them. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just all of hell them. Hell yeah. I mean, it's all of them. But to see that so many things had changed or we thought were changing, only to see that this this evolution of this guy who sits in the White House... What that has brought to the forefront is disgusting. Right. You know? Um, And we have to basically say this is the last generation that is going to be fucked with. I think it's, it's, it's beyond us to be tolerant at this point of behaviors or systems that are meant to deter us as a people. Right. And to think that Marvin Gaye made that song how many years ago? And then you can still sing ago. it to this day and still blast it and still feel it. Like, even we wasn't born around that time. But now we can still play it. And I don't want to say it feels the same, but I'm pretty the same thing is going on. So that's, I mean, that's what even, we call timeless music. Right. And, and to kind of connect the dots, you can say the same thing for they don't care about us. Absolutely. You know... To have your knee on my neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds—that's a very long time. When you take with a mo- your hands in your pocket, with your hands in your pocket. When you used to take a moment of silence at school, you'd be like, "Oh, when is this going to end?" Mm-hmm. It's piercing to see a demonstration for eight minutes and forty six seconds of pure silence. I'm tired of being the victim of race. Michael said it. So do you care about us or do you not care about us? And that demonstration shows that you don't. Right. And the fact that we have to debate the fact that what happened to this this brother was inhumane is just blowing my mind in mm-hmm. 2020. Everyone wants to say it's disturbing to watch. But if it's so disturbing to watch, you should be disturbed to act. You should exactly. be disturbed to get to what the problem is. You know? Instead of being defensive. I mean, everybody obviously know what's the issue, what's going on. <laughs> it's been going on for How years. How can I convince my son or my nephew or whomever that, you know, he's genuinely cared for? If I have to fear for his life when he goes out into the world. Because it's on video. It's like, how do you investigate something that's mm-hmm. on video? What is, what is that to a talk about? Exactly. <laughs> what is like, that to talk about? <laughs> I have no clue. But uh, to add in with the harsh reality, um, the song that I pick was is "The Message" by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> to just think about, you know, when hip hop first started, um, it was all about culture, but it was party chants as well. But this was the first song, first hip hop song, to talk about inner city poverty. And this was in 1982. So this song was kind of like, what's really going on, you know, in the lower income housing? And, 
They're talking about what they see every day when they walk outside. I mean, they see junkies everywhere, people eating out of garbage, you know, and you can't move because you don't have the money to move. Right. So what do you do? And then it's like it's, it's no hope for the kids. You know, they go to school and the teachers talk about them and they talk about what they think. And this is all played out on a song. It's like a movie, you know. And, and that happens locally here in our community here in Exactly. The and this is in 1982. Yeah. And we're at 2020. <laughs> so, um... It was, and then it was the 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 effect that the song made. Like this, like I said, it was the first song in hip hop to even talk about something like this. So that's a big risk, and we started that. It came from us, right? It came from us again. Exactly. And then the second song I picked was "F You" by you <laughs> by Miss Solange Knows. Let me tell you something about this song. So. Um, I love the intro, you know, Master P comes in and he basically says, if you don't understand my record, you don't understand me. And if you don't understand me, then this is not for you. Wow. Straight up, (laughs) straight up. And then she's just letting us know that this one is for us. So F you, if you can't sing along, but I'm here to make my son and my people proud because let's lay this out on the table. Let's talk about how. You know, we've, it's a thousand years later, we afforded, you know, we work hard to live in the same neighborhood that you do, but we still get the side eye. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's approaching you, but they're approaching us when we aboard planes and riding around with tent. And then they all think we look alike. So she's putting that all on the, on the forefront. And it's an amazing song. Well, how many times has somebody, you know, walked up to you? In you know, in a workplace or wherever, and been you know, they'll look at you and call you another name, and you say, "No, that's not me." That's oh not me. God. No. I oh, you look. I think you oh, look. Oh, like, you related oh, to? Oh, oh I, I'm so. I thought that was. I thought that was. You. No, no, that's not. No, man. You know what I mean? No, like that. You know, no, it's not. Like, damn. Do you even? Exactly. Do you care? Do you even care? You know, and I mean, so what? You know, this this was a this is a record that is. I mean, it's for us. Talk about timing. I mean, you got to know that certain things just really have placement. And this is one of those records that we're so grateful that we just, you know, had. It's like one of a, it's a, it's an anthem for our generation. And so what if you can't sing along with it? Because you guys have benefited from our culture for how many years? I mean, everyone. And it's so funny. You know, you have some of these pop artists, right? They'll have this pop landscape of music and then they go quote unquote urban Mm -hmm. and then it just it skyrockets more than our own people but we've been doing it for and this is our shit so let's talk about the title let's go (laughs) let's go let's go when I I saw this I immediately thought about the clothes I mean that was for us FUBU what LL Cool J? You cannot discuss 90s fashion. <laughs> Without FUBU. Without FUBU. <laughs> Regardless if it's here today or not, at one point, FUBU was like the holy mecca of clothes. Exactly. You had to have a two-tone <laughs> the jersey. jersey. You just had to have a two-tone jersey. You had that like green and blue. Then you had the orange and blue, red, red and blue. And blue. The you light blue had the, and you navy had a yellow. Blue. You yep. just had to the navy. You had to have a full blue jersey. You had to. Period. I think they lost me with the shoes. 
You know, I don't yeah, think I ever. I had don't a think pair I ever had a pair of shoes. <laughs> you know, I was G Nikes. I think we were kind of by the time that no, <laughs> no, just a moment, man. Right. Uh, fun fact though. Okay. She wanted to actually name the song "Be Very Afraid," and the hook was supposed to be called "Be Afraid of the Color." Ooh, I love Solange. <sighs> Let's go, Mama. Put it on for your people. Wow. Not even in that Florida water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Dope. I just said. I just. I when I when I, I. The seat at the table. The whole seat at the table album right now. The relevancy that that it is having. What it is. What that album is transcending, it's gonna be played through for us right a now. long time. I don't know, and I just what a classic. I mean, classic. it's it's literally become like a, a staple, right? Like it's gonna be an artifact for our culture, for black music, absolutely. Modern day, props to her. So continuing on with kind of recognizing that things are kind of for us, by us. Um, you know, there's also some messaging. In, in this playlist, you know, specifically for our youth, for our people, um, records that are meant to, for endearment, um, that just something for us to, to hold on to, to realize who we are and to, to kind of tap into our strength. Um, what were some records that you selected that, that kind of felt into that dynamic for you? Okay, so my first song is I Can by Nas, mm-hmm. of course. It's a me- message for the youth. Uh, we all know Naj is a conscious rapper, and we could have picked out of so many songs. Me and one mic. One mic. Um, if I rule the world. If I rule the world. <laughs> like, you know, you know, that's just who he is. And wanted to get a little bit about it. You know, hate me now. You know. Hate me now. But this one, this one was for the kids. Right. And this was like a call and response. Like, you say this with me. So when you sing my song, you can really believe it because... These kids on this song sound on this song sounds just like you, so you know let's encourage the kids to stay drug free and pursue their dreams. And at the time, it was like I think he said, uh, "Little girl, you can be like Oprah," because I, this song came out in two thousand and two. So you know uh, who Oprah was and who Oprah still is to this day. I mean, but <laughs> the third verse talk about like how slavery was started, mm-hmm. you know, and he relays this message that we should read more, learn more, and change the globe. And that's still what we're going through mm-hmm. today. So young kids now can still go back and listen to this song. It was like, wow, like he was really saying some real stuff. Mm-hmm. And when we speak about timeless music, like this song has to go inside that box because you don't have to be a gangster. Young man, you don't have to be a whole young lady. You can be other things, I mean, was, but you have to read more. It was definitely a record of like uh, positive self affirmations as well. You know, kind of empowering kids to recognize that you know your world is indeed limitless, and we were given so much more ac- access than you know our parents, grandparents, great grandparents, our ancestors. We've been given more access than they ever had because of the sacrifices that they made. And so Thanks. when you have to tell or when we are telling ourselves that we can be whatever it is, and that includes you and I as we work 
on this journey to to you know to create the message that we're creating in regards of just appreciating music for what it is and being able to take that in and connect the dots and build your own world, you know, it's it's limitless. Limitless. You know, and so we have to always kind of keep those things in, in mind and never lose sight of who we are and what we what we can be. Thanks. And that goes back to the point that, you know, things are, are going to have to change because we were given too much access to just roll over and let the same things that our people fought for to happen to us too. Right. We're not going to do a disservice to them like that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So uh, he also says something at the end of this song, and he says, save the music, y'all. What does that line mean to you? I mean, we have to protect. We have to protect the art. We have to protect variety. We have to protect creativity. We have to protect originality. And we have to make sure that those who want to be able to express themselves are given the space that they need. You know, music and art is just as important as science and math. You know? Yes. Um, yes. For real. Yes. You know, an, an equation cannot tell me how to communicate. Hmm. It can't tell me how to, to... It can't give me a message. How to show what I'm feeling on the inside. A message of hope. It can't do that. You know, it can't, right. It doesn't keep me going. You it don't let me know it's gonna be okay. This formula doesn't comfort me, you know. And so you need the art to be able to express tap into yourself. emotions and express yourself. That's right. And you know, we shouldn't take music for granted. You know, granted, there's a business aspect to it, and we see that some artists are only here for for that. Mm-hmm. But then we see through actual artists who have been able to produce longevity. Right. Like an eyes, you know, what it means to cultivate their art and right. put it out into the world and recognize the responsibility that they have with that. And know it's going to be played years from now. Right. Well, that's how important it is when people talk about what you produce and what you put out, you know? Mm-hmm. So my second song is, it starts off with a little piano and we're kind of calling for this artist. Um, I think you called her the pandemic queen or something. What? <laughs> what? Remember? Who oh, the is pan- this? Pandemic song. Who are you talking about? Alicia Keys. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Unbreakable. I picked it too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, we had to. Man. Boom. 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 Oh. Boom. Boom. Listen, yo. Like. Picture it. This was after, again, for us, this was after Katrina, right? Yes. And I just remember on the radio station, like, then we got this new Alicia Keys. And again, that piano solo comes in. And the wordplay on all these black musical entertainment TV icons, just, it was amazing. It was amazing. I thought it was such a, a strong, empowering messaging. Just showing us that. But 
I'm sorry, but her starting off the song, we could fight like Ike and Tina, really. Like, I mean, that was a little bit questionable. <laughs> you know. We could do what? Well, we could fight like Ike and Tina. Now, I don't necessarily know if I want to fight like Ike and nah. Tina. You know what I'm saying? Well, we could be rich like Oprah and Stedman. And we could get paper like Kamora and Russell. Mm-hmm. We could be all in the family like the Jacksons. And have a, you know, we can have enough kids. Struggle like Flo and James Ooh, Evans. You know. I mean, at the end of the day, good times is where it's at. I was about to say we could get back like Bill and Camille, but we know where Bill is. Act like Will and Jada. Oh, act out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who else? All in the family like the Jacksons. We said that one. Oh. Okay. But you understand what we, right. you know. We can live out our dreams like the people on TV, basically. Right. You know, we got to stay tuned. And there's going to always be, there's more to see. You know? Mm-hmm. Through the technical difficulties. <laughs> That's. I mean, the like you said, the wordplay play of the song, but then also the sound of it. And, you know, what she's, very the good. way that she's delivering it. Yeah. Like, you have no choice but to just. Bob your head and feel it. The playback and fold with the background singers throughout the mm-hmm. end. It's just like it's always a certain feeling when you just hear that solo on that piano. Like it's soulful. Whew. It's soulful. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those records. That, you know, it's just to let you know that regardless throughout, just be unbreakable. And if you're unbreakable, then there's nothing again. She's in that somewhere. She's in that somewhere. I mean, you done a good job. That's a piano. You done a good job. Good job. I'm not comparing the songs because I'll take Unbreakable all day, but she she's someone in there, maybe. You know, and if she is, I feel like, you know, it's fine. You know, you can go ahead and do whatever it is that you, you know, see fit to do. We'll always have the music. That's right. We'll always have the music. And to kind of, from one queen to another... I selected Everything is Everything by Lauren Hill. Oh, really? I, I did. did that for... Okay, well, you can say... Okay, Oh, well, you go can kind of use it. Yeah. You can use it in, in, in both ways. Yeah. But I selected it under under this segment only because I wanted... I just wanted to convey the, the message simply that everything is everything. Mm-hmm. You know, despite all of this, despite so much hurt and pain that I kind of bear over this period of time, which it just seems like it's been forever because it's been dragging, it's been lagging. I feel like I'm still so, I'm just so proud, I'm so blessed, I'm so fortunate to be black. Yes. I wouldn't want to be any Anything other else. thing than black. <laughs> and everything is everything. I know that life will continue to happen. So despite what this is, I know that I still have life to live. The realness of this song it's just, I at know times it's hard. it seems. I know it's hard. I just, you know, at times it seems, you know, that we just, things just but won't work out. But we're going to cross that bridge. After winter, must come spring. It's coming. Like, no matter no what. No matter what happens. It's coming. So either you're going to get with it or you're not going to get with it. There's yes. no, and, and you can't, you respect this message from Lauren Hill because it's Lauren it's Hill. It's Lauren Hill. The adversity that she even faced behind the scenes. I cannot wait to give her her flowers. I mean, her label wanted her to abort her child because her career was taken off. 
Yep. These are the harsh realities that some of our people dealt with in the music industry. But you have to choose. You choose yourself. Solange talked about playing a game. Definitely do. How many of our, of our black women who are musicians, who are actresses, who are entertainers, talk about their struggles with fertility because they had to work their asses off yep. in their younger ages when they were quote-unquote spring chickens and they have to kind of reinvigorate their life so that they can have something that they've always wanted. And every time when I hear all falls down, you just feel that part when Kanye talks about, you know, you wish Lauren Hill heart was still in rhyming. Do you feel that way about Kanye? Yes, I do. There was once a point. There was once a point in time where, if you asked me who my favorite rapper was, my answer was easily Kanye West. Um, I was convicted in his artistry, his ability to go into different genres, flip different melodies, the range of his production, the fact that he continued to push himself and believe in himself and that he was essentially fearless of who he was. He knew exactly what he could do. I didn't get on Kanye until graduation. That's my favorite Kanye album. He was instant for me with College Dropout. I just remember... Hearing the 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 shocker concept because I was already familiar with through the fire. Yeah, like I like his singles, but his albums I didn't really appreciate until later. Yeah, it was more of the because graduation was my favorite. Yeah, it was more of the singles for me for college dropout, but late registration is my favorite Kanye West album. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first one that in full I played, and I know college dropout grew on me later. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Kanye was very instrumental. I mean, despite the the circus that was his comments during Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. people it resonated with people because that was the truth. That's how we felt about the you know president at the time, right. President Bush. That's how we felt. Just felt that he didn't get, he didn't care about and us. he just said it. And he just said it. He didn't, he didn't care. And so that that meant a great deal. But, in you know, All Falls Down was just this self-conscious record that tackled insecurities, right? The the desire to, to want to be more for your people. And to see Kanye kind of get in bed, essentially, with, with 45 was hurtful. Mm-hmm. A man who basically got on national television and asked us, what the hell we got to lose as if we had nothing to begin with. Right. To me, it was like, how could you do that? And I found myself just saying, damn, Kanye, damn. Because people were hurt. And he bashed, like, Obama, in a sense, and President Obama, I should say, and it didn't really make sense, you know. Then talks of him being mentally ill and all those other things—it just—it it just was hurtful 
to see a man that I view in a high regard. Right. I understand that. And do you feel like he's possibly changing? Because remember, after all that, he disappeared for a while, and then he started to go into the gospel, you know, when he made his gospel album, and he did the choir, and he started, you know, doing, you know, sermons, and was on with Joel Osteen. Do you think that was, like, his real journey, and his path to have him end up where he is today, like, doing protests and stuff, and coming back? I can't say for sure if it was or if it wasn't, but if he says it is, then so be it, um, because I'm not Kanye. However, I feel that um, although I've seen Kanye perform with the Sunday Service Choir, um, I experienced it, and to be honest with you, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But I found issues with some of the churches that he connected with. Okay. So because of their political affiliations and their political views. And I don't think that was probably relevant to Kanye, or maybe it was because he shared them. Um, I don't think it was I don't think it was over Kanye's head that the Chick-fil-A reference was gonna go over well with Christians, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. because of the controversy around Chick-fil-A and their stances on LGBT issues and things like that. So that was also kind of damaging to me. But I am one of those people where I, I won't take away the musical talent that that Kanye is. Do I feel that he can change? Absolutely. Do I feel that he can be, that he can have redemption? I feel that everyone is entitled to have redemption. Do I think people will accept Kanye the way they used to? I think some will and some won't. And I think some will want to see what he does action-wise. You know? I don't think he ever lost a love for his community in Chicago, so I'm not surprised that he would want to do, um, you know, to be active and kind of start and donate the money. I just hope that he can connect with people who just kind of viewed him in that regard. And I think Kanye was the first celebrity that made me realize, like, I really shouldn't look to a celebrity for, you know, social activism, maybe. I shouldn't look to them to be my guiding light. Right. You know, I should do my own. And mm -hmm. I do. You know, but I feel like what Kanye has contributed to music would never, ever be able to be overlooked. Right. I just had to ask you that because you're like the only Kanye West fan. I know that's a male. Really? Yeah. You sure? I promise you. Hmm. <laughs> I do. I, I, I can't help it. You know, I really do. But I am, I know that people, he's hurt so many people that are even close to me. Not hurt, but they're just disappointed. Like, they just don't expect much from him. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I hope that at some point we can all get a little bit more as to where he is in life, if he agrees to do that. Because he doesn't have to. Right. You know? So, okay. I don't know. We'll see. But speaking of Kanye West, I also mm -hmm. like the record Get By by Tlaib Kweli. Absolutely. Um, the Nina Simone sample. Just it's like it's one of those songs that I play a lot in the morning, mm -hmm. like to get my morning started. It's on my workout playlist. 
it just kind of gets me in a focus zone to let me know, you know, some some days you just want to get by. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you wake up, you're feeling yourself, you know, you're trying to prepare your mind to get ready to tackle the world. And it's just literally just to get by. But, you know, the dream is to always get, go further than that. But it's one of those records that just kind of says, again, I see you, keep your head up, you know, do what you got to do and you're going to make it. And that's just what we need right now, you know, just... We've listened to so many records that are just so pro-black right now because we we want to love on our people. So what's another song for um, that just kind of on the lines of hope for you um, that you selected? Okay, so I selected Keep Your Head Up by Tupac. Okay. You know, that, <laughs> that's a classic, um, beautiful, beautiful song. I feel like with any situation that you go through, you can always relate back to this song. And, you know, Tupac, he was a poet. You know, he didn't care what other things. He just rapped about, you know, his reality, you know, and what he see, what he see every day. And then when you think about songs like Changes and even Brenda has a baby, like they have young females go through that, you know, every single day, you know, and he's talking about, and it's coming from like a male's perspective, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking about, you know, she's having an abortion in the bathroom and she ain't know what to throw away and what to keep, like just that harsh reality that happens, you know, and it's hard sometimes being, you know, a young black female, but you just got to keep your head up and you got to mm-hmm. keep going. So he's like, this is for everybody that's on welfare, all these, I see you. And sometimes like people like that, to hear a message from, you know, a celebrity or even on a rap song, you know, it makes you feel some type of way and it motivates you. And that's what you need when you're going through, you know, that harsh reality. So, that's for sure. I love that. I knew you were going to pick a Tupac. <laughs> of course. I just knew that's you That's what were. I was raised though. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Thanks, Dad. That's dope. <laughs> I appreciate it too. I felt like it was a love letter to like black women too. And I think that, you know, honestly, I think that black women are kind of like superheroes, um, pretty much. You know, Absolutely. I think they've been able to, you know, rescue so many of our communities and they lead so many efforts um and so many just, you know, re- changes that we can really rely on. So I just, you know, I love my black women and I'm very appreciative for them. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But um, Optimistic by Sounds of Blackness. Yes. Um, I think it's like a a perfect example of joy, a perfect example of hope. Like, as long as you keep, you know, your head to the sky, you got to be optimistic. You got to understand that the things that you want, you hold on for them and you get them. I mean, Ann Nesby just was singing her, her just heart out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it, from the start to finish, you just you smile throughout that song. That's one of those songs that you gotta have that group sing along. Too, right? Yeah, you, you just know, you just too. you bouncing and you singing and you vibing because it's just that's so true. You know the choir background in it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's so much comfort. In that song, comfort and joy, mm-hmm. and so I, you know, I, I especially during this time, I, again, it's just, 
it's like a gift that just music is always going to be that gift that just keeps on giving. Keeps on I think giving. I'm going to say that every single week because it's true. This song in particular, I just remember, you know, when it came out, and then I think uh, Jay Versace kind of made it kind of current again. It was on a with movie. like a meme or something. It was on a movie, but I can't remember the movie. Oh. I don't know if it was Juice or one of those movies. I don't know. We'll see. But it it just again the 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 relevance of what this record is saying, you know, period. You just can't you can't you can't you can't top it. And just, you know, for us to kind of look forward to and to be encouraged by in that same view of being optimistic is I I, I felt that Donald Lawrence's uh the best is yet to come was a perfect oh. example of just you know hold on my brother you know hold on my sister perfect words you know there's a master plan in store for you if you just make it through you know the best is yet to come and I believe that you know for you for me. For anybody who is striving to be better than they were yesterday and today, whoever you want to be tomorrow and the time to come, you can truly have access to that. Yes. You know, and and this is, this is, these songs are literally just like dot, dot, dot percent of all the material that we can give to you around these themes by people. You know what I'm saying? This goes hard. The, the the when they do the breakdown, I was about to say modulation, the, the, the breakdown. You yeah. ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. I be flying in my little Mustang listening to this song again. More <laughs> self. <laughs> See, that's the problem now. That's, that's the problem now. The best is yet to come. You know, you ain't seen nothing yet. Period. Period. Ooh. Well, huh. see, this is you. You set me up for I this. Didn't, I didn't even do no, what you, you set talking me up about. For this because I'm what? So y'all, Nola, see, when we were when we were building this playlist, she was like, "How you gonna have gospel? And then you gonna you gonna be talking about shaking your ass right after?" <laughs> and I'm just like, the BT Awards do it all the time. They do it all the time. How many times did they have Mary Mary on there talking about? You know, whatever one of their songs yesterday, and then they probably have like Uzi Bird coming out right after. <laughs> Lil Uzi Bird ain't never been on a BT Awards. <laughs> well, who usually closing? Don't like them big, like it'd be a bunch of entourages closing the show down. Oh. <laughs> okay, you have that. No, I think it was like DJ Kelly did something one year. Perfect. Um. <laughs> you can have Yolanda Adams singing Open My Heart, and then here come DJ Khaled. You know what I'm saying? We the best. Exactly. Like, that's how they do. So why can't we do it on our playlist? <laughs> why can I have a little bit of the word and then come in with a little bit of, you know? That's us. That's our culture. That's our culture. It's a playlist that's for the culture. That's why I let you have it. Thank you. I just was left. But we're going from, you know, uplifting and spiritual music. To that, you know, stunting on your ass, that talking mm. shit, well, that let you know who we, are <laughs> who we are type of records to close this off because I felt like it was the only way to go out to let you know exactly what time of day it was. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, what you got for me? Well, I'm going to let you know what time of day 
It is. It is the black effect. Of course, I'm going to pick this song because you could never shoot the noise off my pharaoh. You hear me? Lord. <laughs> no, but... No, talk, I, your, talk I, I love, your shit. I love this, this song. This is what this is. This is for you right. to talk your shit. And Go you ahead. know I'm going to do it regardless. Go, all right. But, I love this song. They're mentioning all things black. Jay-Z talks about being uh, the Ebony Magazine and the Essence Fest and Title, And he talks his shit about doing the Khalif Browder um, documentary and how all those people was coming from for him. But y'all going to even hate me even more once Trayvon Martin's come out. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, he decided to, you know, use his resources to get that information and create that documentary that changed uh, the world. Like, that was amazing. Did you see it? I did, actually. Oh, my gosh. Like, the one of the saddest stories ever. And, you know, the news is only going to tell you what they want to tell you, but they you know, went our justice de- system definitely failed. Failed him. Failed him. And even the Trayvon Martin story, like, to even relive that, because that happened in 2012, and, you know, we know our ages. But to watch that back and just see what that family went through and just see how it all played out, like, that was just sad. And, and Jay-Z felt like the world needed to see that. And I'm here for everything else that he does. I'm pretty sure he's going to have a lot more, you know, material coming mm-hmm. out. And especially with this moment, he's talking about bringing the gangs together. Like, this is a full-blown talk your shit. Like, we good on any boulevard. And then I got my wife right here backing me up so we can go... <laughs> Anyway, I love that song. I love the Carters. The Carters is like my motivational album. Like mm-hmm. when I'm feeling myself and I'm like, we got to get somewhere, we got to do something, I'm putting the Carters on. Okay. And this is the Black Effect. And that's nothing like being at the concert and they singing that song. Oh my gosh. Everybody just have their hands up, just waving them like. It was definitely one of the highlights of the show, hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. Like, I like when he does 99 Problems because he have, like, everybody mugshot. But this one, this energy here, everybody just, like, yes, just waving their hands. Like, this is a fuck a false arrest. Straight up. It's just one of those proud to be just... You proud to be black. Proud to be black. Proud to be black. And that's the black effect, though. The black effect is that, again, everything you hear on the radio... Everything you hear stems from us. Justin Bieber just We are said, the innovators. Did you see what Justin Bieber said? Yeah. And that's facts, Thank though. Thank you. Thank that's you, facts. Justin. We see you. That's facts. So did the other Justin. So did... Exactly. I mean, but... JJ. We could talk about Britney Spears, <laughs> Katy Perry, Christina Aguilera. I mean, the list goes on and on. Absolutely. Jessica Simpson. I mean, everyone's had... All of them. Miley Cyrus. Oh, <laughs> shit. Poor Miley. Ain't no poor Miley. Miley was good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is, that is, that is what you can say. I mean, they've just you've just been able to benefit from our culture, from our music, right? And that's just that's facts, right? And then I'm gonna go out with a bang with my last talk your shit song damn by young bloods if you don't give a damn wait i'm sorry if we don't give a damn we don't give a fuck what guess what if you don't give a damn we don't give a fuck guess what don't start no shit it won't be no shit 
Guess Straight what? up. Guess what? what? Can I give you a response to that? What? I selected Nuck if you buck my time out. That is like the those like, like don't the get it twisted. Songs, don't like, get it twisted. I will slap a motherfucker like Nuck. I was just kidding. I'm not buying like that. And that's but, that's and that's our generation who are there real. protesting. Right, like Nuck. Like if like, you buy it, if you buck, uh, if you don't start it, no shit, it won't be no shit. That, that would be on my Straight if up. I'm out there when I'm out there like. And I'm if I'm you know curating some music out there for us as we march. Nuck if you buck is on that playlist. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I will you up. What's Hello? that little meme? I am not my ancestors. Thank you, Lil John. Yeah. Thank you. Let's give Lil John his flowers. Thank you Look for at your you. crump music. Look at you on the black effect. Yes. You know Jonathan. <laughs> you know, but too awesome. I mean, like just for real. It is what it is. You don't give a damn. We don't give a, don't give a and I think that's been our attitude. Absolutely. You know, again, change has to come, not only through this quote unquote police reform that's on. And guys, I urge you, I urge you, I urge you, I urge you, I urge you to to really exercise your power and vote. You may not be Absolutely. as enthused. You may not be as enthused about this election. You may think it's the lesser of two evils. But I am telling you, anybody at this point is better than who is in the White House. We cannot allow to have a person of that caliber continue to lead us. We did it before, and we have to do it this time. We have to do it. And not only do we need to do it in this presidential election, but we need to do it locally as well because we need to put a Congress in place that can support the president that we elect. Okay, so do not lose sight of that. Please do not lose sight of that. Everyone should exercise your right to vote. Um, it's had to get that out. Get that out. But Talk your shit. That is, that, is, that is essentially why we are out there protesting, because we need lawful changes. We need seats at the table. We need people to confront these issues that are going on. And we need it to be reflected. And we need it now. And we cannot continue this any longer. But back to talking, you know, my shit, my stunting records, I felt that I just had to, had to, had to select DNA by Kendrick Lamar. I have loyalty, royalty inside my DNA. I felt that it was, I think the record is rich in in knowledge. I think it is rich in culture. I think it is rich in creativity. I mean, I don't think that the the flow. Especially the break at the Kendrick end. Kendrick Lamar embodies is just sick. It's kind of like he turned it into two songs. He's so animated, yet he's so provocative. You know what I mean? And that that just talks to him. But, you know, we need to recognize and realize that what's in our DNA? We have have buying power out of this world in this country. Absolutely. We have talent out of this world in this country. So creative. We have dominated every single lane, whether it be sports, journalism, music. Guys, I just I entertainment mean, period. Entertainment period. Period. It's all us. That's us. 
medical our medical achievements, you know, achievements within the military. You know, there's so many different lanes and avenues that our people have just dominated. And for far too long, it's been overlooked or we don't get our props. We need to recognize exactly who we are. And that this is our shit. Like, this is ours too. And we have to stick together. We have to support each other. We have to. We have to. It, and I, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving like the, the, the reach out and the connections that everyone are making, wanting to make sure that we take care of each other. You know, we have to recognize that what we were born with, the gifts that we were given. And if people fear us because they fear what we can become, then that's just for them to get over because we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. So it's best that you just accept the fact that we're here too. And that's on that. My power you will never take. There'll be peace when I'm done. <laughs> mm, that's my favorite line, actually, on the record. <laughs> She's like, there'll be peace when I'm done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But overall, with the black effect, again, you know, this is this is music for us, by us, you know. Um, honorable mention too, just as we kind of wrap this up, um, to a couple of up and coming rappers that I wanted to just mention. I know we talked about D Smoke earlier, yes. who Black Habits is just an amazing record, um, which is also featured on this playlist. Um, but also to rappers Buddy and Duckworth, who have Buddy has Black, um, featuring ASAP Ferg, and then Duckworth has a record called King King. And I thought they were just three nice prime examples of up-and-coming um, kings, artists in, in the industry, kind of making records that reflects, you know, the beauty of our blackness. So um, shout-out to those um, gentlemen. And, you know, guys, just kind of keep your heads up right now throughout all of this. You know, love on somebody, reach out to your tribe, be present, and just kind of encourage everybody. And, you know, let's stay on the front lines. Let's stay... You know, keep our eyes on the prize, and that's making sure that our brothers and sisters get the justice that they deserve. And, you know, with that, Nola C, do you have anything? Um, I just hope that everybody enjoyed this episode. Um, this was very fun uh, shooting it and us talking about, you know, how this proud we are to be black and how we need to put forth the effort to support more black artists. Even supporting more black, right. Just the need to support more right. black artists, guys. We have to. And they're out there. Exactly. They're out there. Exactly. And we deserve and let's not forget who we are. We built this and we're not going anywhere. This is our so team. I hope we did you guys justice by serving the black effect. This is Shuffle. I am Nola C. And I'm out. I'm Jay Brooks. Don't leave me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Bye, guys. See y'all. <laughs>